Midwest Scrubcast. I'm Emily Rastel, and I'll be your pilot for the party bus today. Joining us in the gunner slot is the salt monster, Clint Hewson. Hello. Welcome back from your carbonite freezing, Emily. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> in one of the crew slots, we have the Midwest Scrub himself, Dan Peterson. Hello. Uh, and joining us in the other crew slot is the Iron Man, Matt Carey. Hello, everybody. Uh, well, um, you may still be blind from your carbonite freezing, but at least you can talk on the podcast. So, mm-hmm. Emily Rastel, it's back to you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm feeling much better than I was two weeks ago, that's for sure. Um, so, it's going to be some uh, maximum nerdery in here today because we are going to talk about math. Math. Woo! Woo. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's time to finally bring out my lovingly crafted spreadsheet um, and explain to you all what statistics I've been playing with lately, as as I think the boys teased uh, last time. Um, so Teased and saying that we don't know anything about it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> uh, so um, in the wake of the points change, um, I wanted to, rather than like talking about the individual ships so much, the changes to the individual ships... Um, I kind of wanted to talk about where the factions stand as a whole, like on, on averages. Like I, I, so what I, what I tried to do is I pulled out the lowest cost, which typically means the generic pilot, um, from every ship in every faction. And I just, you know, crunched some numbers on like the averages. So I, I, it's basically about, about cost relative to the, the base stats of the ship. So base stats referring to the the three pieces of information that are on the card, um, being the attack dice, the defense dice, and then the hit points being then a combination of the hull and the shields. So so kind of at a at a base level, you know the 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 core stats of any given ship are its attack dice, its defense dice, and its HP. And we're gonna kind of talk about how how that relates to the their costs. And how that kind of balances or averages out across the different factions. Um, also, I will note that for this purpose, I did count the Delta 7 and the Delta 7B as different ships because the base they stats, the, 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 yeah, the configuration yeah. changes the base stats to such yeah. a drastic extent right. mm-hmm. that I figured, you know, um, it's worth worth counting as a so as a separate did ship. you count the jump master and the jump master with title as separate ships i did not yeah, oh, well man. i mean it's only one <laughs> or the hawk but the hawk the hawk, the hawk yeah. that's true the yeah. hawk also gains, works that way gains an attack yeah there are other things well the belbalab gains shields with its thing there, yeah. there's other ones but what's but the belbalab <laughs> belly, belly rub. rub oh okay bulbasaur bulbasaur okay. yeah. light bulb 22 light bulb 22 <laughs> yeah um um so yeah, there are other ships that whose whose configurations do change some of those base stats but I felt like the Aether Sprite was the one that was the most drastic because it changes multiple. Sure. No, it's a, it's a big standout. Yeah. yeah, I'm stats. just you don't see hawks being a jerk. Every you're, you're just rolling its yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, it's and that's interesting because like I mean we'll get into it, but that faction is largely two dies, uh, you know, two die attack. Mm-hmm. So when we look at it, you know, it'll it's, you know that ups the percentage of three die attacks, but not a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> <Right>. anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Um yes, the the republic does suffer from a little bit of a uh, a lacking in uh, in the attack dice. It's a uh, faction identity. They mm-hmm. get two attack That's dice. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also true of the separatists and anyways, mm-hmm. we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, get yeah. to that. Let's move forward. Um okay. 
So, so we're just going to go over some of these stats and kind of, you know, talk about how they, you know, how they compare across factions and what, you know, how they kind of, how they kind of do or don't most, in most cases do reinforce the faction identity of, of these factions. So, um, starting with the attack dice, um, and well, actually, so I would say attack dice, defense dice, um, in terms of averages, like on average, how many attack dice do you get on any given ship with each faction? So at the top of the list um, is the First Order because they have three out of five of their ships have three or more red dice. Um, and so that puts their average attack dice at 2.8, which is almost three. Like their their yeah. average is essentially basically three attack dice. Like they, the First Order with the addition of the Von Riggs tie is just... Three dice ships. Really, or, it's, well, you just run around mostly with does three this dice ships, unless have, you're doing a photo, I guess. Th- does this have uh, the Von Riggs tie calculated it does, in there? Yes, okay. it does have the Von Riggs tie. Because I know yeah. you put this out before that was out. So I yes, I did originally put all this together before it had officially dropped, but we did have the stats for it. We okay. had the um, we had the it was like after the points, like sp- uh, not spreadsheet, but the points PDF like okay. had dropped, but um, but the, sh- okay. the ship had not. So I do have the new ships, the the Von Riggs tie and. Fireball. The other thing, the fireball. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we called it in the last episode. The other the, the, the other one. Uh, <laughs> the other one. Pretty sure. Explody one. Um, yes. Um, so yeah. So so first order uh, has has taken over first place. When I did, so I actually did this um, this analysis about a year ago, as well. Um, back before the the secondary factions were properly kind of they weren't as properly filled out. Um, and at that point, Rebels was actually number one ahead of, um, ahead of First Order, but Von Riggs tie kind of put First Order up over the top on that one. And Rebels are not far behind, really, um, in terms of attack dice. I mean, you do have a lot of three attack die Rebel ships running around. Like, mm-hmm. they may not have great defense dice, but, uh, <laughs> but they have good D- attack. Does anyone remember, is the Kai shuttle the new FO shuttle? Yeah. Does it have a three die attack? No, it has a two die attack. Okay. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. So it'll, it'll drop it down sometime yeah. in the future. Yeah. At some point they'll, yeah. they'll nudge back down a little bit. Yeah. Um, then if you look at the bottom of the list here, as we just mentioned earlier, Republic, um, they have the lowest average number of attack dice at 2.3. So, I mean, it's not an enormously drastic difference from the top ones on the grain, like in the grand scheme of things, but yeah. they are kind of tending closer towards that, that two attack dice average. Yeah. And um, the lat, that one I think is two die, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that'll, the lat that'll, that'll bring it even further down. Well, yeah, yeah, did, you, did you, did you put the, the lat or the, no, 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 uh, the, the, stats the, the new gunships? Yeah, okay. No, no. The, so yeah. the stats were now. So it's going to bring it down even lower. Well, we still it's another, so you couldn't do it. Yeah. I wouldn't have, yeah, that's true. There wouldn't have been any cost. Another two die attack. So I'm just going to run down the, Averaged attack die, so it's like first order is in first place at two point eight, and then I'm not going to note the percentage on each one of the, or the the average on one, each one of these, but it's first order, then rebels, then scum, then separatists, then empire, then resistance, and then republic was bringing up the rear at two point three three. Yeah, um, and so I actually just found it surprising because we have had a lot of two attack die ships released in the in these most recent waves. I was actually kind of surprised that. Five out of seven factions still have an average that's either like right in between two and three or higher than that. Yeah. Like it's, you know, um, Republic is a little bit of an outlier in terms of, you know, being a little lower and First Order is a little higher. But on the whole, like there's actually 
a fairly reasonable balance between two and three attack dice ships across the factions in general. Like I was kind of surprised how almost equitable it was. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing, what's interesting, at least in my mind is that like when I think of first order, I think of two die attacks because mm-hmm. of SFs with optics. Yes, and right. then right now, Focho. <laughs> right. Know, I, For I, sure. I, uh-huh. But they actually have really high attack yeah, dice have, values. That's kind of crazy. Well, I think uh-huh. the the four die attack. Yeah, the ship Upsilon does kind help. of skews the it a little bit. Skews it a little bit, and and then of course now you've got two different. You've got the silencer and yeah. the Baron. Yeah. Well, and just having a low count, you know that you, it, you, yeah. it's easier to skew the numbers just by having one ship that's a four yeah. die attack. True. Yes. Yes. That but, is a good point. That like when you're looking at these, like yeah, the factions have the newer factions have filled out a bit more, but they're still don't have near as many ships as the yeah. original three factions. So it's easier for those to get skewed by one random yeah. ship coming out. Well, it's kind of like Separatists are right in the middle at 2.5. Mm-hmm. All you see is eight droids on the board with two attack dice or seven droids in a Belba lab, one of them having three attack dice. But because they have the Darth Maul ship uh, that mm-hmm. has three attack dice, that's skewing uh-huh. their... Their, uh, their, their number, average their, yeah. overall stats, yeah. yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. Nantex has and the Nantex three day technically pinpoint. is a three yeah, die uh, attack, so yeah. that's also skewing it. As I well. may have called it a two point five. I can't remember. I, mean, I may that's have. Fair. I may have listed the Nantex that, as a two point five. I'd have to go back okay. and look, but I. It's possible that I did. Probable that I did that. I would say. Yeah. Um. That would be that would be a fair mm-hmm. assessment of that ship. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so now let's look at defense dice, the other, uh, the other half of the equation. Um, so as one would expect, um, First Order and Empire are strong with the green dice, yes. um, <laughs> especially First Order, because again, you know, um, three out of their five ships have three green defense, green defense dice. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're just, in terms of like, just raw, like how many attack dice and how many defense dice do you get? First Order is really strong right now. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, there's a reason why Focho. I mean, I mean, I don't think it's good. we'll see it in like any cuts, but I mm-hmm. mean, just the sheer raw efficiency of having mm-hmm. eight two die attacks for cheap, and then uh, three or yeah. not three, eight three die defense mm-hmm. yeah. for cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, all with four health. I mean, it's going to do yeah. well, but I don't think it'll do great, but it'll do well. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> And then, you know, Empire is, is you know, second. Uh, Empire and Separatists actually are tied for second now that I look at it. Um, uh, Empire specifically, I mean, you know, the again, the, the st- their stats aren't quite as high because of the whole, like, it's a giant faction. But yeah. um, but over a third of their of their ships have three green dice. Yeah, yeah. well, their most, their most used ships also most, yes, have true. three their attack dice. Unle- until, until you look at the, the Striker and the Phantom, which have two attack dice. But... A decimator will has zero. So that's what pulls it down. Like the Epsilon yeah. on offense. That pulls mm-hmm. it down a little bit. But, uh-huh. I mean, when you see Empire on the board, mostly I'm just like, all those guys have three green dice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Um, so at the bottom end, um, no surprise, <laughs> no surprise here. We've got rebels at the bottom, um, because they're just running around with a bunch yeah. of one defense. They're also ships. tied with resistance at the bottom. Uh, yeah. y- yes, they're, they're both at the yeah. rebels and resistance, both at the bottom of defense dice. Yeah. I mean, cause you're thinking when you think of their faction identity, you're, you're like, uh, it's a three diet. I, I'm more offensive than defensive. You right. think an yeah. X-wing right. and, mm-hmm. a, and a Falcon, which they is, have right. good attack. Beefy ships, yeah, but man, they they're not agile at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like uh, unless you're talking about a wings, you're that's not what you're thinking of. You, yeah, it, that's the the one exception to yeah, the faction. Yeah. I mean, 
there is the the rebel tie, but nobody uh, flies yeah, that, yeah, and then the E wing, and nobody really yeah. flies that. So sadly, um, yeah. So so yeah, and this, you know this is a case where really you know again the numbers kind of you know reinforce the faction identity. You know that's rebels are at the top of attack and at the bottom of defense, and that's you know that's what they do. Um, and really, like overall in terms of agility, um, uh, defense dice. The factions kind of fall into two general camps in terms of the numbers. Like, again, they're all, they're not drastically deviated. I mean, the top first order has 2.4 average uh, defense dice and rebels have 1.7. So, I mean, again, it's not a huge spread, but there's kind of two general, you know, camps where like empire fo republican scum are all kind of a little higher and then you've got separatists resistance and rebels that are kind of a little lower yeah. um but um but the deviation isn't isn't that that far like the the higher camp only has like 15 percent more average green dice per ship than the lower when i was like doing the numbers on that like but it is 15 percent difference that's not you know that's not crazy it is different in comparison to average tech dice because average tech dice well, I don't know. I, I'm bad at math. So is is <laughs> is the jump from 2.3 up to 2.8 the same as 1.7 uh, to 2.4? That's uh, that seems 0. about 0.47 for the attack, and then mm-hmm. I'll let it's these guys do math. It's actually about the same because I think it's 0.4. No, it's a so little. So it's more. point. You got you got a 0.5 difference here ish, and you've got a. Uh, 7.7 difference here so attack okay, dice are yeah, a little so closer closer together than agility but um, yeah know, it's it's not like again there's not like the 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 interesting takeaway from this for me was that there actually wasn't a crazy spread between the averages on all the the factions mm-hmm. like um you know ffg has actually done a fairly reasonable job in terms of balancing things across you know across factions in terms of like on average you know obviously the factions have their identities and you know certain ships i mean this is you know Obviously, none of this is taking into account the fact that, you know, certain ships may be really good for reasons that do not have to do with their base stats. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, seeing, like force, yeah. I'm seeing resistance <laughs> second to last on both of those. Uh-huh. That, that's true. That's true. Resistance is, is a little, you know, a little softer uh, on the stats, maybe. Yeah. But, but, you know, but still, I'm just saying, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, yeah, they may be on the bottom end of both, but... That's still not. They're still not that heavily disadvantaged necessarily from a statistical point of view. Um, no, they they seem to be doing pretty good for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, you know, obviously, there's layers of all kinds of other things on top of that that determine whether a faction is good or bad. But you know, just from a base standing point, they're all starting out fairly equitably, which is which is nice to see. Sure, <laughs> um, for sure. Um, so. Um, uh, let's see. I had some other notes about that, but they're kind of things we've already talked about. So let's go on to the the cost related uh, things here. So the things I the things I calculated here was what is the um, what is the average cost to get any given ship on the board. So like you take all the ships and all their costs and you average them. Like what's the average number just to get a body on the board? You know or um, you know, what what proportion of, basically what this number ends up showing is like, what proportion of cheap ships does the faction have? Do they have more like cheap ships to get more bodies on the board or do they have more, you know, expensive ships? Um, and uh, the, so if you look at this, obviously, I mean, you're going to see that the separatists are going to be the cheapest. Far I mean, away. that's, you know, <laughs> that's kind of an, an obvious one. Um, 
Next, uh, also, you know, not that far behind them. Well, I guess Separatists are kind of an outlier. Yeah. Then you've kind of got that, that second tier of there's some factions that are kind of really close to the same numbers. You've got Republic, Empire, Resistance, and Scum. Um, they're all they're all sitting pretty close to each other in the middle there in terms of average cost per ship. And then you've got um, a couple outliers that have kind of a more expensive cost per ship, and that's actually Rebels and First Order. This is this is the yeah. one ca- – well, not the only category, but this yeah. is one category where First Order is actually on the bottom of the list. Yeah. Um, that they – so, you know, they've got really strong, you know – red die and green die stats but you pay for them you pay for them yeah, yeah. basically is what is what it comes down to yeah. you know whereas separatists like just numbers wise i assume we're going to put this spreadsheet up with yeah we'll put this we'll put a link up okay. to it somewhere I, yeah i don't <laughs> feel like we should i think we should just like leave it to where people have to actually pay attention to what we say they to know the anything uh-huh. yeah just do the math themselves just like, hearing yeah. us <laughs> throw out numbers uh-huh. and just like, random numbers with no visual about? reference whatsoever i think but, that'd be good good uh-huh. podcasting on, on average <laughs> the separatists pay uh 32.8 points to get a ship you know on the board whereas the next closest one is republic at 36.8 so that's that's a Four points, jump, yes. four points, significant jump. Yeah, where but uh, when you're doing talking from rebels to scum, they're thirty six to thirty eight, even less than that. I mean, so right. mm-hmm. it's that that's four factions that are really close to each other, and then rebels and first order are you jump 40. three points and four points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so mm-hmm. there there is some swing there, there but Republic there is, Empire yeah. I mean, resistance and scum. I, a total of ten point that. difference between. Separatists and First Order. Yeah, so the yeah. Uh, the Separatists have on average ten less points cost cost per ship. Yeah. Like yeah. that's and I think Separatists is the big story here in this yeah, specific sure. chart is that Separatists are an outlier. You know, Rebels and First Order are a little bit you know on the high end, um, but yeah. really the story here is Separatists are cheap and. It's an obvious conclusion. Right. But, um, so that. First but Order <laughs> is paying for their dice, and Separatists really aren't. If you look at that mm-hmm. kind yeah. of. Because separati- yeah. well, separatists are right in the middle on both of those, on the middle attack, but they are way up top on the average cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For their cheap ships, they are, they, they have much cheapness. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So then the next thing I I did after that was to get the average cost per HP because there's a difference between how much it costs you to get a body on the board, and how much it costs you to get just health like beef on the board yeah right like what's your how cheap is your beef um it's basically like what i would call this one so as it turns out resistance theoretically has the cheapest beef closely followed by scum um interesting so that was unexpected um (laughs) and i'm i'm not sure what other than like so i guess actually i i have a feeling i know what drove this and it was the bombers going down the resistance mm. bombers are oh, yeah. actually it quite went. cheap for their for their they dropped quite a bit chunkiness yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well and then, then the scum falcon is fairly cheap and the scum falcon is fairly cheap and for also, what it is. Mm-hmm. and yeah. the jump master went down yeah well that's mm-hmm. fairly yeah. cheap for, for scum yeah <laughs> but for resistance i'm also thinking the uh the the, the couch? couch the couch yeah yes. it's, oh yeah sure it's chunky couch. It's and got it's eight, eight health, I think, and, yeah, and it's fairly cheap. It's yeah. fairly mm-hmm. cheap. It's mm-hmm. not going to hit hard, but no, I mean, no, if you're just gonna... looking to get health on the board. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. do much, but yeah. Well, then and then. And their X-Wings have one extra health than a T-65, true. so yeah. True. Yeah. got that added into it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, you know, the – the so the problem, I think, with resistance beef, right, is, you know, you've, you've got – uh, their cheapest beef are like one defense die ships that require expensive crew to mitigate bad dials yeah. or bad attack values or whatever yeah. on mm-hmm. them, right? Like, yeah. 
uh, little bit of spoiler, but like while they get the they're the cheapest to get uh, HP on the board when you're talking about agility and attack. You know, it, they kind of falter there. Yeah. So, but yeah. that's that's in the future. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Resistance actually, you know, ends up looking like on the whole, resistance ends, ends up looking kind of meh, as you said. Like yeah, you know, is, they're kind this of. This is the one. This that is they the are one category that, that resistance is, um, is at the top of. But. All the other categories are they're pretty low. Yeah. Um. So, in terms of cost per HP, the the faction with the highest cost per HP, again, like similar to the minimum cost per ship, is first order. Um, they, I mean, expensive. It's actually pretty high. <laughs> it's a, yeah, the, a yeah. First order have, has um. So we're looking at resistance. Average cost per HP is five point five, uh, points per HP. First order's average is seven point two, points per HP. That's that's a, a significant jump. That's a significant yeah. two points. Jump. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not points, again. It's but, not huge, well, but yeah. it's two points. But out of seven being the maximum, with seven yeah. being the max. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's a pretty, um, you know, pretty. I don't know if I want to say it's a huge difference, but you know, it's it's significant. Yeah. But then, but the thing about first order though is like, yeah, sure, you have to pay for your beef, but. It's good beef. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's, I think that's the thing. That's like the redeeming thing for, for first order is that, you know, um, yeah, sure. They may cost, you know, their ships may cost a little more, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. You know, if you can pay, you know, to get a, you know, a bow tie arc, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. backed up by, you know, however many health, yeah. like mm-hmm. and three defense dice, like, yeah. And if you're paying for the, the FO tie, I mean, you mm-hmm. you get an extra shield in a fantastic dial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, the dials are really good in first order in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true too. What's funny to me on this one is separatists are actually second to last here uh, for average cost f- per, per HP. HP. That's true. Right. Yeah. Separatists. Are, well, that means their beef is expensive, but that means no one's paying for their beef. They're just putting cheap little uh-huh. yeah. cheap right, little right. in the board. Yeah, but they do <laughs> actually have some pretty expensive like beefy uh, ships. beefy ships like the Scimitar and the Belbelab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are a little more beefy and they cost a little more because of that yeah yeah so their their beef is not cheap but their bodies are cheap that's basically where it is funny. they load up on carbs <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody else is, they're like we got beef they're like no we're just it's all pasta and chips and potatoes <laughs> um all right so next category um we've got the average cost per green die um so how cheap are your green dice um so I, in, I knew this answer before I even looked at it. It was Empire. Right? <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. 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 No um, doubt. The Empire, as it. one would expect. I mean, not actually – Empire and Separatists actually are really close at the top, you know, one in, number one and two spot. They're, they're actually quite close to one another um, for about 20 points per agility die. Yeah. Roughly. I mean, which is – I mean, when you think of Separatists, you're not like, oh, they're the dodgiest ships. But uh-huh. it, it, it's not that they're the dodgiest ships. They just, it's pose, just bring a ton of dice, both red and green, to the table. For their tiny yeah. cost. Yeah, yeah. for the cheap cost. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, indeed. Um, and then if you look at the top end of things, um, you've got Rebels and Res- Resistance is at the highest cost per agility die, and yeah. Rebels is not far behind. Um, so, again, like, you know, this is just goes back to the whole faction identities that, you know. They have no green dice, but they're paying a lot for what little they do get yeah right, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> indeed well that's that's just how it works because you know you're gonna you're gonna put four ships on the board and pay x points for that isn't gonna you know it's how many green dice do you get for that that's you know that's the question that's, yeah. Nah. yeah 
Um, yeah. I want more. So. <laughs> <laughs> and why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, so then um, the last category here is the average cost per red die. Um, and this curve, I will say, has flattened considerably since I did this calculation last year. Um, but we still have one drastic outlier um, yet again due to the low cost of all their ships. And the whole separatists have the cheapest cost to put red dice on the board. Like you said, this one's fairly flat. Whereas, like, if you look at uh, – so uh, the average cost per agility is – for Empire, it's uh, – you're playing 196 points for an agility deck, 20 yeah whereas you go all the way down to the the resistance it's 28.81 so that's like nine ish points of variance whereas mm-hmm. you look at the average cost per attack die um separatists start at 12.85 and then we go to republic at 15.75 that's that's like a three-ish four-ish point you know jump mm-hmm. right whereas yeah but the know, scale tonight. is also cut almost in half as well that's true there is a different, okay. there well, is yeah yeah, yeah but but then yeah i mean it is different yeah but there is like, no the but scale is, you can't really look at the scale like that for the average attack dice because separatists are the outlier so look at the next one first order at 15 right. yeah and republic at the bottom at 15.7 like everybody else is at 15 uh-huh ish 15 and then separatists yeah. are just ridiculously like, cheap here's all the and here's all the red dice in red the dice. world yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there i mean there is some things that skew things slightly because there is no zero attack die ship there is no one attack die ship so it right. will naturally yeah. be a little bit flatter mm-hmm. that's yeah. true yet because yeah. it doesn't vary as much aren't the the, the new uh, first order shuttle isn't there like one of the one of the pilots that didn't have any attack dice? I did not see that. No, no. It's, I think we looked at that. It's not a pilot. It's like something, some it's a remote, remote it's some or remote something thing that they, they put bring out there. to okay. the table. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed the card in there that had zero attack dice. I'm like, Which, whoa, is this the first? <laughs> no. Zero? Okay. We have remotes, and they don't have attack dice. Okay, I didn't know it was a remote. That's, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would that makes sense. Would we get to remotes that have attack die? Oh, gosh. <laughs> let's not. Well, yeah, let's, let's just let's... skip that portion of the game, please. <laughs> let's not have little turrets sitting around on the board. Right. Good luck, uh-huh. turret. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so... So as we, as I look at all these, you know, calculations that I did, when you you step back for it, like from Separatist it, like is filthy cheap. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so the yeah. So the big takeaways are one, you know, from a base stats perspective, first order and separatists look really good. Yeah. Like that's just you know, and it's... resistance looks kind of mad. <laughs> like, so I don't know that this actually means anything at all. But as we were sitting here talking, I went through. And wrote down like the average score, an, an average score for each individual faction. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So you know, first order gets one point because they were first in uh-huh. average attack dice. Right. Republic gets seven points because they were last in average attack sure, dice. Sure, sure. So just basically, averaged the, everything out. The, the uh-huh. lower your score, the better you are. So on the, the lower scale. the score, the better the scale. Uh-huh. So Separatists and Empire are the two lowest at uh-huh. seventeen and eighteen. Okay. And then you have kind of a jump where there's kind of some middling and well, fo F- and F-O. scum are at 21 and 23 and then republic resistance and the rebels are 30 about mm. yeah like yeah. it's a significant jump from separatist to those last three mm-hmm. from 17 up yeah. to almost uh, to 2930 you're paying yeah. a more well yeah. no and not even just paying more but like you just, just have worse of, yeah, stats just across yeah. all of these categories yeah. the, yeah. the good guys stats. are doing or yeah the good guys are not doing as well uh-huh. comparatively yes. Yes. of course this is all just comparative to to the other factions but yeah, yeah. comparative to all the factions good is a point of view stats. emily <laughs> what 
nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, from an American perspective, I think we have to root for the Separatists. <laughs> like, we really okay. don't have okay. a choice about that. What? I don't. Why? Because why? We separated Be- from the ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't send space wizards to come stop us. So no, I distinctly remember McGonagall. And Dumbledore being sent over to harass, you know, Washington and Ben Franklin. <laughs> space was but they didn't go to space, Matt. <laughs> and then we had Voldemort, you know, manipulating well, we things from Voldemort. our side. You know? <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Oh, the kid. That's that a weird tangent. All right. <laughs> that, that, that's from a diatribe that I have that we're making a little bit of reference to. But <laughs> someday maybe I'll have a, a, a lore section where I'll talk about how you know, things are similar to the Civil War, kind of. I don't know. And not Civil War, the, the, the well, Revolutionary it, War. The War of how, how, how the beginning of, uh, like, Episode 1 and Episode 2 and stuff kind of correlate to real-world events. It's, yeah. it's CIS weird. is the good guys. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you... And then they take over the world and tell everyone what to do. And it's, but from, peacefully. Peacefully. We peacefully sure. tell you what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our anyway. military is everywhere. Peacefully. Uh, yeah. All right. Move Sorry, along. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you know, on the whole, again, you know, like the the interesting thing to me when I when I had all these all these stats done was that there wasn't just a crazy deviation between you know most of these numbers. You mm-hmm. know, like separatists in particular pulled out some you know some little bit more of outlier numbers here and there, but like yeah. on and the Empire, whole, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure, but. On the whole, like, FFG has, from a base stats level perspective, has done a pretty good job of flattening, of flattening the curve. Yeah. Which Until is awesome. you look at what Dan put together there at the end. Like, well, that's, yeah, okay. that's a drastic... Well, These well, numbers are those, meaningless. Those, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait. So, so the, the relative rank between factions in terms of, like, that's, you know, so yes, that's, you know... The, the it, curve is flattened, but there's still got to be one person... On the the one end and one person on the other. Yeah. Yes, yeah. The no, way yeah. Dan, has to be. the way Dan counted it up, it kind of it kind of skews it and makes the curve seem bigger because you know two factions that you know might be right next to each other and have the same have really the same average um, in a given category. They're going to get one's going to get one point and one's going to get right. two points or whatever. So no, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he I does... preface the whole thing with these numbers are probably meaningless, uh-huh. and I stand yeah. by that fact. <laughs> they're they're not meaningless. <laughs> they just exaggerate. No, Dan. My two favorite. They factions just, are at the bottom so i'm angry <laughs> they're not meaningless they just mean less well yeah. and yeah. The, the other thing that comes that is not represented whatsoever is the force uh-huh. like yeah well, oh yeah there's well, all yeah, kinds so you of who gets free calculates well, the force and yeah. abilities yeah. and yeah. You know, yep. who can all reposition and, yeah. repositions why or, didn't or, you bring um, in double repositioning into this cost uh, yeah. 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 i don't understand or just general initiative across the board or what uh-huh. slots have are available. yeah, yeah. yeah no, what there's, slots there's are so yeah. much why yeah. didn't you do more ridiculous work emily <laughs> i want more math so that i can't understand more of it right this is the numbers. average cost per initiative, and numbers. which actually would have been a fine one. Actually, the well, average yeah, cost, cost per, per initiative could be interesting. Been to cool. do one of Maybe. these days, yeah. Because yeah. I wonder who would be like the cheapest average cost per initiative fives. Oh, I mean, uh, it, I thought it, you were going to say empire. one because then it was going to be separatist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been more funny. Well, I, I guess, cheapest yeah. cost for i fives. I think resistance would have a. Really oh, good, geez, yeah. But okay, that was you're right. that was you're my right. joke. Yeah, yeah the yeah. resistance for their i fives is yes. ridiculously uh-huh. cheap. Where yes, yeah, for initiative ones would have been separatist by I just far. discount resistance, generally speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a faction identity for them to all be i five. It's a faction Apparently. identity for them to be dismissed. <laughs> also true. Also true. Uh, 
that's funny. <laughs> no, I, I actually think that is one of the things that they're they're going like we have ace pilots that you know they're really good. They're not the best, but they're really good. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what you know they they're going with it. Or I guess you know they said you know it doesn't mean that you're the best pilot, but it, you know they they have a lot of initiative, which you know to amount of resistance you have to have a lot of initiative. <laughs> you, you <know. laughs> you're not even a dad. Stop the dad. Uh, yeah, so um, so the other thing, you know, so since these points have changed and these new ships have come out, there haven't been a lot of um, extended tournaments to where we could really, like, evaluate how the factions are performing in extended. Um, but from what we do have, um, I was looking on, um, on MetaWing, and um, you know how we said that, you know, the Separatists in the First Order look, uh, look pretty great in terms of stats? Well, um... Uh, in MetaWing, the top two performing pilots in Extended um, are the generic Vulture and the generic TIE SF, followed by Seer and then the generic TIE FO. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know. Kind of bears out. Yeah, it kind of bears out, yeah. And um, there, are, of course, there are other categories besides pilots. The top ships um, are the uh, the Vulture Droid, then the Fang Fighter, then the Belbalab, and then the TIE FO, which, again, you know, throwing the Fang in there, um, which is not one of those two, but everything, you know, everything else is, uh, it meet, meets is, out, yeah. is separate Which, I mean, the, the scum seems to just be falling fairly average in yes. almost every one of these categories. So yeah, to yeah. throw a scum ship in there doesn't, that's mm-hmm. not outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Scum, scum. I mean, scum does seem to be a little bit outperforming, of course, recently in hyperspace, but yeah. I think there are some, you well, Fen round never went away and now he's, he's, uh, getting right. played more by, and People. Boba never really went away either. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just... They've you, always kind they, of been there took, to... took it away their predators. You yeah. know, it's uh-huh. like when, you know... Yeah, Kind yeah. of. Kind of. Like, I mean, they do like lots of bodies on the board, but then also they kind of don't like lots of bodies well, on the board. I mean, so. but you also took away Crackshot, which Boba doesn't like. You don't... Yeah. You took away a, a bunch of I-6s that move after Boba. Right, and, yeah. Know, no, for sure. So there's a lot of things that, you know, the, like... The natural predators of Bobo went away, so he's like, and I'm going to take this and make it mine. <laughs> Which is why I'm totally planning on playing Boba, like, a lot and then just doing terribly. <laughs> I, yeah. I accidentally... You might as well get it in while you can, because the next point changes. Uh, he might be out of hyperspace. Uh, I, yeah. So I started a little kerfuffle on the forums on the, that crate, that gigantic crate thread where mm-hmm. I was just like... So this, you know, this to- forum topic is a little on point because they were talking about, you know, the, the crate tournament. And I was like, no, let, let's not talk about the crates on crates. So <laughs> so I was like, so what do you think about should Slave 1 be taken out of hyperspace? And everybody was like, it's Maul. It's it's, it's not that. It's Maul. No, <laughs> no it's I mean, Boba. Maul it's... is really good, but Slave 1 is stupid. That's and my... they lowered the cost. And they lowered the cost <laughs> of it. Like, it's that, ridiculous. No, and that's kind of where I was at. That's what, And it's like, okay, so if you take Maul out, that can hurt other builds. That hurts the Jumpmaster. Mm-hmm. That hurts, you know, Koshka taking it or somebody else taking it. Whereas mm-hmm. taking out Slave 1. Hurts Boba. That's it. Because uh-huh. I don't think anybody else is taking nope. Slave 1. So nope. it's like no. it hurts Boba. And some people were like, well, you know, Maul can mitigate a lot of damage. I was like, yeah, but me slave wanting and then boosting to mitigate all the damage. Yeah, it's like <laughs> when I'm taking zero damage, that mitigates a lot of damage. And, you know, maybe you use it once or twice in a couple games, but once oh, or man. twice. But that's one point for dials. All the time in my games because I dial in the wrong maneuver like constantly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's true. It's it, like there's when you. Like, Boba doesn't 
care about be getting bumped most of the time, but it's like, well, if I was bumped and not getting a shot, or I was bumped and I could just do, I was one banking this way and I got bumped. If I one bank this way, I'm shooting you out my butt and getting that reroll and getting my action. I'll do that. Instead. Yeah, I was gonna say right. with the rear arc that makes slave one. Yes, that, that powers incredible. up slave one yep. drastically. For um, uh, for a, a a game that's supposed to be like dials matter, you make a card. For one point, your dial doesn't matter. Yeah, the, the odd point it's is, perfect for me. is <laughs> more that they took every other kind of dial yes. re- repositioning yes. out. They took out, you know, precog, supernatural, advanced mm-hmm. sensors. Mm-hmm. You yep. know, they got rid of all of those, and then they're like, and then but, they're like, let's make but, slave one but cheaper. This one gets to stay. I'm not saying it's a. I'm I'm not in the camp that this is bad. This is the. Uh, no, just, I, mean, I think it's just... a consideration that if they just took that one title out only one puff pilot suffers for it and not a lot mm-hmm. you know yeah enough to I mean, where Boba's he's viable. still crazy yeah. <laughs> with yes. or without slave one it's just slave one is a whole other thing yeah um and it you know it sort of insulates the boba pilot from mistakes from making yeah. from choosing the wrong hard was, turn or whatever <laughs> so it's kind of like uh like han with inertial dampeners it was it was like when i flew han with inertial dampeners i used it a total of one time mm-hmm. right. but it wasn't that I had to use it. It was that my opponent had to consider it yeah. every right. time I make right. a move. Yeah, so yeah. same it, thing with Slave 1. They so got to think, okay, Boba could turn this way or he could turn this way. Like, so I need to cover both of the optimal maneuvers. Each one is fine. Yeah. You know, each one seems fine for him. So which, you know, which one do I plan for? Yeah. I, I remember having that, you know, the last time I played against Dan, like, you know, and he's got, he's got Boba over here and, you know, he could go this way and shoot at me with his butt this way or he could go this way and shoot at me with his butt this way. And what, you know, what do I plan for? Or, you know, I don't know. He, I don't he, know either. Because you were moving. <laughs> the well, funny thing is, that you don't know thing, either. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. You were moving after me, uh-huh. so you, I, I had to just go point somewhere, and then you could choose. I'm like, because I was thinking, like, I had. For one I think point, I only you could had, choose. Yeah, no, I, I think I only had one ship who was who was chasing him at that point, and I remember thinking, like, okay, well, I could go plan for Boba to be here, but if I do that, he'll be over there. If I plan for him to be here, oh, well, then he'll just be over here. Like, you know, it's. It's a it's a nice piece of it's not just insulation from mistakes it's also just flexibility in terms of mm-hmm. like you know if you're moving after somebody yeah. they yeah. can they can plan for either of those two things and whichever one they plan for you do the other one yeah, yeah. it's not it's awesome again it's not that big of a problem in extended because mm-hmm. there's all those things that there's can other hurt. things yeah. that can counter mm-hmm. it yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but in hyperspace it's 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 very strong yeah uh-huh. yeah I That's mean why I'm gonna use however it. boba <laughs> is expensive so it one. It should have been. It should have stayed at two points. Even at two points, it wasn't it was three before. I think. Well, at no, but one regardless. point, it was two. Yeah. At one point, it, it was three. Points, at one point, it was three, and it gave you a stress. Then they dropped it down to two, and now <laughs> well, it's one. It never actually it gave never you a stress to the point where it gave. You I know. Stress, and they ratted it before it yeah. even came out. But yeah. I mean, now at one point, okay, that'd be fine. Yeah. But yeah, it should give you a stress was, for changing it. Uh-huh. But but back yeah. when it was expensive, it was like okay, that makes sense. Marauder right. was a better title, you know. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, no, one was, no one was going to take Slave 1 because, oh, it's three points and it gives you a stress for changing your dial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh. yeah. Which, I mean, now you could probably have it be that way and people mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I'll still take that. I right. Care. I yeah. would yeah. still take it if it gave me a stress. Well, especially uh-huh. if you put Maul on there because then you still have a modification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. True. For sure. True. It's funny how this game changes over time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well... Uh, Awkward pause. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, it was just well, like, where are we at on time? I guess is another yeah. question. Uh, we're at forty. Um, so here's a random talk of, topic of discussion. 
How long do you play a list to determine whether or not it's actually good? <laughs> I'm having that conundrum right now. Yeah, me too, actually. Coincidentally, I am also having this conundrum. Um, oh, man. So, I mean, thinking about it like, you know, from an analytical point of view, I would say you need to play it long enough to play it against several different types of lists. Yeah. Um, and maybe also several different types of players yeah. in order to, to make an assessment. Well, not only that, but when do you when do you play it enough that you decide that it's actually the list and not just you screwing up the list? Yeah, I'm having that problem too. Because like right now I'm 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 continuing to experiment with four ship resistance and you know, I'm experimenting with Poe and some number of X-wings and A-wings, and r- right now, currently, what I'm what I'm experimenting on is Poe, um, uh, whatever ZZ, yeah, ZZ the A-wing, and then two baby uh, T-70s. Yeah. And I haven't felt great about it, but I can't tell if it's because I'm not great at it or if the list is not great. It sounds pretty good. It seems like it should it be. Seems, fine. It good. feels like it should be solid. I mean, you know, um, I was, uh, you know, I was talking to. Because before before I had was in this iteration, I had Poe and then two A-wings and one X-wing or something like that. I think it was Poe, uh, ZZ, Greer, and a baby X-wing or something. I don't know, whatever, something yeah. like that. It was it was Poe, two A-wings, and then a generic X-wing. And um, and I was talking to Mark Myers, who's our one other you know dedicated local resistance player, and um, and he kind of suggested, oh, you know, try out the the you know, get rid of Greer, forget Greer, and, you know, try the version with, you know, with yeah. two X-Wings. And it, it sounds like a good idea. I mean, those X-Wings have more firepower. You know, they, um, the, you get two blockers instead of one blocker. You know, it, it feels like, it, what I have right now feels like it should be a good balance between you've got two high initiative, you know, ships with, you know, with options. Um, and then you've got two low initiative, you know, blockers who just run in and shoot their guns at you and yeah. try to block you, you know. And so it feels like it should be, solid but i've just and i know at least some of the problem is that i'm not playing it well because i'm not used to playing this specific style of list i'm coming from um the resistance fives the four resistance fives Mm -hmm. which which, in which i had all the initiative and all the repositioning a-wings and you know all that stuff and then they killed uh neonum in hyperspace and so i had to try something else and this is where i've gone you know it feels like it shouldn't be that different but I guess it is because I'm sucking at it. I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, I feel like it's one of those things that, like, it should be okay, but I'm just not used to playing it well. Um, and that's hard to that's hard to determine because, you know, you've got to assess a game and be like, okay, you know, did I, did I make mistakes? You know, you, you have to you, – in order to determine that, you have to be able to identify your mistakes. Yeah. yeah. And that can be hard. It can um, be. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you have to be able to identify your mistakes to say, okay, did I make mistakes in that game or did I not have the tools that I needed to, to do the things that I wanted to do, you know? Yeah. And yeah, no. Uh, I'm experimenting with new B-Wing S-foils. Mm-hmm. Uh, because so, they seem amazing. So they're, they're decent, but also you have to, like – with with ten and Braylon, you can't the, just fail the barrel roll. Yeah, and everything's it's like, fine. It, yeah, so like you have to get out of that mindset. Wait, wait, wait. So you actually have to like plan ahead and be decent at yeah, the game. You have to you have to be able Weird. to clear the barrel roll. So like there's like and then also you have to remember because there's plenty of times when you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to focus and fail a barrel roll. You know, sure. like that's the better move. I'm going to do that this turn. But then when you get to the next the next turn, you're like, oh. I planned this wrong because I planned this with me failing a barrel roll, which granted you're still like, oh, well, you know, I'll just 
do that, but it's like I wanted the target lock so I could double tap, or I wanted a target lock so I could launch whatever munitions I have. So like get, getting used to that is interesting because well, I mean, granted, I never played them before, but I you know I knew what they did. You know, I played against right. them. Sure. I you know watched plenty of games. I'm like, okay, well, this is what they're gonna do. And then you get to the point where you're like, oh, uh, oh man, I forgot that I can't barrel roll here, so I I can't do the barrel roll into a lock. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, right. Yeah, it's a whole different, uh, whole couldn't. different perspective on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that and man, if a B wing comes across broadside, <laughs> the B wing's dead. I mean, yeah. <laughs> playing against that last night, it was just like I have to. He becomes priority number one in the list. I have to blow up broadside. He's bigs. Because I have to kill him because a B-Wing will stay ionized forever. Forever, ever. Uh, it's, uh-huh. like, it's hard yeah. with a two-die ship to avoid getting uh-huh. ionized by broadside. Mm-hmm. But a, with yeah. a single-die ship, you're like, eh, well, that's it. Guess I don't get guess to play I die in the now. game anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's an investment. You know, that's you know, uh, uh, somewhere around a fourth of my list just mm-hmm. to get eliminated by 40-something points. You mm-hmm. know, 41, 42, something. I don't remember. Much broadside I, I think it's 42. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, broadside with just ion is forty two. Yeah, it's okay. fantastic buy. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, how long do you play a list before you decide? Uh, so I've played it a couple different times now. I like it. It's decent. I'm basically tomorrow is you know a store champ, and I'm going to run it through a store champ. And if it li- if it go- does well there, I'll play it more. But mm-hmm. what store champ? It's uh. uh Titan Games, Titan Games in up in Springfield, Illinois. Oh, that's, that's far away. We <laughs> talked about it, but you yeah. didn't care about X-Wing then. So. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. that makes and sense. now the tickets are sold out anyway. It, yeah, so. I was going to say tickets they are sold, sold out, out almost that's immediately. Right, that's right. We talked about this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah sorry, we, we, did. we didn't care because it's got a waiting list for, uh, of like six people too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, back to the topic. It all, I think it also depends on how often you get to play X-Wing. So yep. like Matt, yeah, you get to play point. more frequently than any of us. Yeah. Or if you're Mark Myers, you were playing every night of the week couple games per day yeah, good lord that man plays a lot of x-wing and yeah. so he could he could decide if a list was good in two or three days whereas some of us it's like it's a couple weeks right of playing uh-huh. one so, or two games so if a week. we're not just talking about time like yeah. how, how many games no, do you get many, yeah that's what i mean like how many yeah. games do you get to take i mean for me i mean this is probably not enough games really to truly determine something but i will typically i i would say i would typically take you know, three to four games minimum before I decide. I mean, depending on be, depending on the two results. Two three weeks. Yeah, well, yeah, it could be two. To three that's weeks a lot of time yeah. in between those games to think about a different list or parts of that list you didn't like. Sure, I don't always take it three or four games. I'm no, just I'm, saying, like in general, like you know, unless I just. And there have been lists that I've put it out and been like, oh, okay, like now that I get this on the table, this is not, yeah, you know. Yeah, sure, this is sure. Not. Yeah, there's definitely ones but if you, you can but immediately if you feel tell. But if you feel it has potential, if you get it on the board and you feel like it has potential, I mean, I would say at least, you know, three, four games before you really – before you can really decide or more depending on how competitive you're trying to be like yeah. for me as a person who's you know who doesn't get a lot of games in and who you know doesn't have any expectation that i'm going to go in and win a tournament yeah. um i feel like i can maybe make an assessment within three or four games but i can understand why matt yeah. you know you're wanting no, to go no. go go to a greater extent of well, testing for I, that. I'm, I'm like right on that cusp i'm on like six games and i'm like mm-hmm. this is still just okay um, I don't know. I need to know against other lists. Um, right, right. Because that's part of it too. How many but, types of lists do yeah. you have to get put I, against? I would say yeah. if you don't know by game 10, then you're never going to know uh-huh. is basically where well, my yeah. mind is at. Yeah. Because like right now I'm still like, 
like, okay, I did really good. Like last night I had one credit. It was like I was saying the broadside thing. It was like I had a really just terrible game where it was just, okay, I'm ionized for the game. I don't get to participate. But the game right after that, I just completely obliterated the list. And it's like, well, what do I take from tonight? You know, it, mm-hmm. and that's part of it. You got to know what you've flown against. You know, it's like if you, if, like right now, if you're going hyperspace, you need to know whether you can fly against Boba Fenn or a CIS swarm, you know, mm-hmm. or it, try it against 5X. 5X is actually, I think, a really good sounding board for your list right now. And, you know, if you just get absolutely obliterated by it, you're probably going to get absolutely obliterated by a lot of things. I think it's a... A good, just mean, like, like average, yeah. yeah, a good mm-hmm. benchmark to fly against. Gatekeeper it. list, yeah, as they say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, there like, you go. Yeah. it's not the true gatekeeper list, but I think that one has a, a 5X has a, a chance against pretty much every list that it comes across. So if you can't beat it, and you know, like, say you just get absolutely destroyed, maybe consider moving on, but abandon all hope, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um. Yeah, if you don't know by ten, I think you should you should just move on because you you're never gonna know at that point. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Dan, you getting to play one or two games a week? How long do you take to you decide if the list is good or not? I just play lists forever. Yeah. yeah, I was just about to say he just plays Gurry all the time, so right. you know. Yeah, but you're not right now. So no. right, like specifically right now, you are having to experiment with different lists. I mean, am I though? Uh, well, different, okay, different variations of the same list, but like, so you threw but, Gargoyle in for like what a couple games? A couple. Well, no. So I played. Like how many games did you play? I played six games with him. Yeah. Luckily, it was on a tournament weekend. Yeah. Or something. So that yeah. You got. So I played six games with him, and w- so Boba Finn and and Gargor, whatever his actual Gargoyle, name is. I, I like whatever. call him Gargoyle. I like, I like that Gargoyle. Yeah. Gargoyle. Gargoyle sure. is a good nickname. Whatever. Uh, yeah, so I got six games in with him, and it was it was decent. I think Boba Finn just by themselves is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you played like Boba Fenn, Gargoyle, and then we're like, okay, let's just try just Boba Fenn. How many mm-hmm. games have you played with just Boba Fenn? Probably about the same or more. A little more. Yeah, well, nine or ten. You also have like a lot of practice with Boba Gurry. You have. A lot of practice with Fengery, so you know these mm-hmm. ships, and you just gotta figure out how to put yeah. that puzzle figure back out together. Which one yep. feels, which iteration feels best? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I haven't actually moved from anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, I haven't changed anything really. I was just trying to include you in the conversation. Right. I, I appreciate that. No, my biggest question about it right now is how much of a bid do I want to take? Yeah, mm-hmm. basically all, all you're looking at is beating other Boba Fens. Right, because Pretty there's much. no other aces that are probably. Yeah, so I think like... I'm just going to take them both naked. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's a good. choice. <laughs> not saying it's a good one, but that's a choice. It is a choice that I could I mean, technically slave make. One is one point, man. No, Come no, on. not worth it. Bid, 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 bid. <laughs> yeah. There is a wrong way to build Boba Fan. I just want to let you know, and I think that's it. <laughs> I mean, you I could. You found it. No, I, I, you can make him 68 points. You can make no. him 130. It's no. you know, it's your choice. I like if you if you are honestly trying to go for as low to bid as possible. I think Boba would still have Slave One and Maul. I'm yes, but I know you're not yes. going to. No, do I'm just not that, actually but. doing that. No. <laughs> But, but this yeah. is St. Louis. Where's your St. Louis man? <laughs> right. he, he has it. I already have it. <laughs> That's true. You already have it. It's like, I, 
I'm already in the teens. A lot of people are using cluster mines. I see on Boba, and I think yeah. that's a mistake. I'm like I understand why, yeah. but well, no, they're I new and exciting, and yeah. I, they I think are they're new kind and exciting. of cool. If they had two charges, I'd be in. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. but if they had two charges, one charge, I just don't. Yeah. I don't no. believe you. I think protons or seismics. Seismics is still a good call against droids. Shh. Yeah, Shh. but uh, they're not going to do it. Shh. They like their. their I like prox mines. I'm a. I love prox mines, but they're not. They're not hyperspace. I know. Nobody cares about extended Clint. Why don't you put ion bombs on there? Oh, wait. Those aren't hyperspace. Do they exist? Yeah, they came in the pack. Oh, oh, yeah. are, oh are they part of the game now? Oh, they yeah. exist again. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I don't care. What do they do? They, they roll three. They dice? ionize things. They oh, ionize. yeah, yeah. I, how, I, how, I, how, think, how I think you just get three ion tokens. Just by being near it? Yeah. Is there range a, one. a roll dice range for zero to it at one. all? No, no chance? No. You just get it's it? It's just like the old ion bombs. Oh, my You just are ionized. Congrats. You did that. Uh, I could be wrong, and I think it's two charges, but I, I don't I actually honestly know anything have not about read them. them at all. But yeah. I just assume let's say the that they just give you three. Yeah, they ions. just give you three ion yeah. tokens for let's being anywhere near it. Range if, one, if you're three. within one to three. You get, <laughs> if you range you, zero to yeah. three of this thing, you, you get three you ion get three tokens. Ions. But to that's me, how it is. Get wrecked. That's that seems like a, a decent case to have a moan two charges, three points, you know, or somebody with ion bombs and just. Like, could you imagine a droid swarm? How sorry it would be oh, to gosh. be like, I am ionized. Oh man, in that range one to three, that'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be insane. Yeah, range Twice? one to three. Oh, you you missed all that, didn't you? Yeah, I guess. Sorry, the, he was the actually ion trying bomb. to use. Oh, we were we were dis- disinformation. <laughs> oh yes. yeah, yeah. 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 The ion bomb ionized it gives you three ion tokens from range zero to three of it. And what do you say? Three, three points. points. <laughs> two charges. Two charges. Two charges and three, three points. points. Well, you, you do your ion bomb, and then the next turn, you, or yeah, in the next turn, you drop the. Uh, Electro proton bomb. But, I mean, electro proton doesn't do a whole lot against droids. Cause no, it, but just proton bombs. Like, yeah, you just ionize regular. them and then you drop a proton bomb and yeah. everybody crits. Crits yeah. for days. Crits, crits for, for days. Everybody. That's kind of. That seems interesting. Yeah. If we actually knew how ion bombs worked, then it'd be crazy. I just learned how to. Yeah, you did. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Could you even get out of your own, <laughs> own bomb? You'd be like, run, run quick, now! Uh, range two or three? No. Well, if you if you are a fire spray, then yes, you could. Well, like a mom. If you were a mom with the three bank, uh, yes. bank and then you hard turn the other way or three bank the other way and then boost I mean, maybe <laughs> you might oh, get yeah, out there you go <laughs> she yeah, is easy. smart she, she actually knows she things actually about knows this how to game. play x-wing okay <laughs> right she actually uh, knows things about this game can you delay what are you doing on this it? podcast <laughs> electro proton bomb why not i would imagine i don't actually know how delayed fuses work either so now you just put them on there as far as i know they delay things right i mean that's kind of my assumption they delay the fuses as far as i know they delay any delay yeah <laughs> oh god oh, lord good good i'm glad everyone listens to this podcast for good information <clears throat> listen to us because we're kind of fun maybe Ish. hopefully hopefully people enjoy yeah okay well, we're always happy to disinform you we are happy to disinform you <laughs> we're not even, we, we take great joy in it we're not even misinforming we're disinforming <laughs> <laughs> yeah it all started with the with the Saul meme. It's like, oh, okay, well, you know, from now on, just screw it. We're just gonna give you misinformation, yeah. <laughs> disinformation intentionally. I'm not gonna go through and edit out my screw ups. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, no, no, sounds fine. I mean, I do like the lies, deception, lies. <laughs> deception, more lies. <laughs> it, was, it was that was good fun. Uh-huh. All right. Well, um, I think we can wrap it up there. So um, let's move on to the uh, section about um, shout-outs and stuff. Um, 
So, uh, oh, for one thing, um, we did share this on our Facebook account, but if you didn't see it, um, I uh, had the honor of participating in the Millennium Condor Loremaster quiz uh, recently. You didn't say it right. You're actually surprisingly good at that. Have you practiced? I, I, I have practiced French. Okay. I mean, you basically just cut off every word in the sentence about halfway, okay. uh, so you don't say the ending of any. I mean, it sounded. It sounded, it sounded pretty French. Yeah, I'm good I'm to me. Good yeah, at French. Okay. Yeah, you just. Um, but I don't know how French people speak, but that's how French Canadians speak. <laughs> as far as I know, is there a difference? Ask Bruno. According to Bruno, there is. Sorry, Bruno. There's a difference. I, that was facetious. <laughs> Forgive me. As far as I know, Quebec is inside France. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Um, goodness gracious me! Yeah. So, uh, so go go listen to the Loremaster quiz and uh, find out how I performed. It was the the Scrubcast versus the uh, Florida Man Plays X Wing podcast. So, so, were you scrubby? I was scrubby. Excellent. Good yes. work. And he I, was a Florida man. I, so. <laughs> and he was a Florida man. Yes. <laughs> we were very on brand. Uh, yes. It was, very good. It was fun. It was fun times. Um, and uh, the Lore Master Quiz is extremely funny. And uh, y'all should go listen to it, not just when I'm on it, but uh, in yeah. general. Yeah. No, it, it is entertaining. It is very entertaining. I would love to be on sometime. Just hint, hint, nudge, nudge, Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, that's right. We were supposed to now refer to you as the Supreme Queen Mother Master Lord uh, or something. Yes, what? Uh, yeah, Supreme Queen Mother. There, there were about Supreme ten Queen different Mother. iterations of yeah. uh, of Supreme Queen Mother or something, something. So yeah. something, yeah. something. She's in control of the underground women's league of sorority, sorority, something, sorority, or something. Yeah. Yeah. sorority. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. we might just have to refer to you as Supreme, Supreme Queen, Queen Mother. Mother all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. We're just changing your nickname all around so we yeah, find yes. the right one. Uh-huh. 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 We'll try that one on for size for a while. Uh-huh. Okay. See how many people get offended weirdly by that <laughs> and go from there. Yeah. Indeed. Um, all right. So um, I'm going to, oh. going to, uh, yeah, I'm oh, going to yeah. toss it over to Dan to yes. share some exciting yes. news that just came exciting out the Exciting news. Day. Warfare Weekend. St. Louis is getting another Grands. Uh, yes. Applause. So not many details are actually confirmed as of yet, uh, whether it will be you know, one day of day one or two days of day one or, you know, what have you, what the cap is going to be, blah, blah, blah. But we do know that it will happen sometime during the weekend of November 6th through 8th, and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and Worlds is one week earlier, so we... So there will actually be almost a month in between the two of them, so so that's pretty awesome as well. people won't be burnt on that, but, I mean, uh, everybody that, you know, came the last time, Said they had a great time. Like everything. Every was, single person said they had an amazing time. And like there was <laughs> not a just, single person. Was none, not, not no one. one was unhappy. Not a single person. <laughs> none that are alive anymore. I mean, <laughs> did somebody die? I mean, I may have killed somebody. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> but uh, no. Uh, Wait, but, you didn't enjoy our tournament? Step, step, But they. We're not going to kill you if you don't have fun. We promise. Yeah. Uh, but there's uh, like everything moved incredibly quick, maybe a little too. Quick, it was really it, well run, but, but it was yeah. incredibly well run. It's nice to get out of like uh, what was it five six rounds six rounds six rounds six rounds at like seven thirty, and you're like, yeah. oh, I still have time to go Wait, drink and yes. play yes. Secret Hitler and get crunk <laughs> yeah. all night. Yeah, I don't have to go <laughs> directly to my you know my bed and try and get some sleep. I yeah. can actually have fun you know after this, hang out with people from X Wing. So. 
I mean, and we're also in the center of the U.S. Basically, you pretty know? much dead center. Yeah. So, just, so it come be, visit us. Yeah, we're close to everyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're reasonably friendly. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Myers will give out free hugs. You know, yeah. he does give out free hugs. Maybe yeah. drink koozies, cozies. Yeah, we what get, are those I, I, I believe there was a limit, limited number of hugs though given out. Uh, <laughs> the but then they just kept giving infinite, hugs, but hugs are not. <laughs> no. They just kept giving them. Uh, I am going to say that he's giving out mugs this year. Oh, I, okay. That's not any in any you know disinformation. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh-huh. uh, you know he's mugs okay. and hugs. So mugs and we're hugs. writing Mark Myers down for a couple hundred mugs. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mugs and hugs. Mugs and hugs. Hugs and mugs. Very good. Um, so yeah, that's going to be a thing. Great. <clears throat> Yes. Are you going to come in second again? Or? Yeah, I'm, t- I'm definitely going to win my Worlds ticket way too early again. Okay. Right uh-huh. after Worlds. Right after Worlds. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to Worlds, completely scrub out, and then a couple weeks later win another Worlds ticket and be like, well, I don't care about X-Wing for a month or two. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Happily, I've, I've come around, though. I, I pulled out the list builder the other day and just started building lists and got a little excited about X-Wing and decided to go out last night and play. and. That he was, won. It was a good time. Twice. Twice. I completely diced two opponents in a row. It, was, it felt great. Turns out so, when you dice everyone, you're good at X-Wing. Uh, hey, I'm good at X-Wing. <laughs> Legitimate you know. strategy. Yeah, just, just, just quit X-Wing for like a month, maybe a little more, uh, come back, dice two opponents in a row, and you know, I'm, I'm good at this game. I Why mean, don't I up? I mean, that's I, the key. Give your dice a rest. You know, that's... Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe they were just Let overworked. Let them build those natties you know? back up. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. That seems yeah. good. Seems good. Okay. Other Any other shout outs? Uh, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I think we're good. All right. Well, on that note, that is it for this episode of the Scrubcast. You can follow the Midwest Scrub team on Facebook for all the latest blog and podcast content, as well as info on St. Louis area events. We'd love to hear your feedback on this episode, and Facebook is the easiest way to share your feedback with us. We also have a Patreon now, so if you're super awesome and you want to subsidize more of this Be Scrub super content, awesome. find us there. Uh, if you're visiting St. Louis, check the Arch Alliance Facebook page to find out where you can get in some games. With Bye. 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 Hello, boy. Are you brainless? No, not really. No. The ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Don't do that again. Many gun guns will be killed. Ah, Lucifer is well seen.